Uh, welcome to the third uh, of our 20th and 21st century uh, British history videos. Previously, uh, we looked at uh, World War One, and in this video, we're going to look at World War Two. Uh, World War Two was the uh, the final and the most uh, devastating war of the 20th century. Uh, just like World War One, in this section, uh, we will examine the the background and the causes. And we'll talk about two of the more significant battles. And finally, the victory and the aftermath uh, once Germany and the German allies were defeated. So the cause of World War II, uh, much like the First War, are, are complex and uh, numerous. Uh, however, uh, let's examine a few of the more significant causes and how they led uh, into uh, World War II. So in the previous section, we talked about how the League of Nations uh, was set up to diplomatically resolve any conflict uh, and therefore avoid another potential world war. Uh, ultimately, uh, this league failed due to uh, one major flaw in its design. Um, it required uh, unanimity, it required all members to agree to any decision. So this means that even if one member rejected an idea, then uh, no members could make any decisions at all, leaving them kind of locked in place. Uh, leading up to World War II, uh, members of the League left. So Italy, Germany and Japan uh, left the League entirely. And the USA showed uh, very little interest in participating in the league itself. So really, it was it was a powerless idea that did very little uh, in reality. Uh, globally, uh, things were difficult for for many countries. There was an economic depression uh, in which many countries didn't grow their economies much, and of course, they spent less. Uh, for most countries, this was difficult, uh, but for Germany, it was devastating as Germany still had to pay back reparations for the first war. So Germany and the German people were struggling. So this struggle and the decisions made from the Treaty of Versailles to punish Germany uh, led to uh, many Germans resenting their treatment. Uh, German nationalism, in which the uh, the people are encouraged to identify with their own country's interests, socially and politically, and reject other countries' interests, uh, this nationalism grew stronger. So this led to a new party and a new movement uh, appearing in Germany. Uh, this was the Nazi Party, uh, the Nazi party symbolized the German struggle against uh, all the other uh, European countries and America. Under the Nazi party, uh, Germany began to stop uh, paying back their reparations and they started to develop the military again. Um, on the other side of the world, uh, Japan had also begun to start a nationalistic movement and they began to uh, expand into other countries and other places in uh, Asia. So just like the first war, the UK 
resisted the fight against Germany, but eventually they were forced to declare war again. Uh, globally, uh, the war was divided into uh, three sections, and the world around it uh, had three sections of countries. The Allies the Axis and neutral uh, countries. So the Allies uh, were led by the the UK, were led by Britain and her colonies and self-governed countries like uh, Australia and New Zealand. And they were joined by the USA later and the Soviet Union, uh, which is now modern Russia. So the Axis powers, the powers against them were Germany, Japan, and Italy. Uh, neutral countries in Europe were places like uh, Spain and Portugal. Uh, initially, uh, the Soviet Union, Russia, was also neutral, uh, having agreed with uh, Germany to uh, divide uh, Poland between them. Uh, but Germany then tried to invade uh, Russia, and this brought uh, Russia and the Soviet Union back uh, into the war. So the first battle uh, we will look at is the Battle of Britain. Uh, this is a significant battle, as it was one of the only battles that took place around uh, the United Kingdom. Um, it was an air battle between the British Air Force, the RAF, and the German Air Force. And it took place in 1940, and it lasted for around uh, four months. So the idea behind this attack by Germany was to pressure the UK to surrender and to agree to stay out of the European war. Uh, Germany attempted to do this by, by bombing the UK. Uh, especially at night. And this was called the Blitz. And in the Blitz, many people, uh, many British people had to stay in air raid shelters uh, when this happened. Uh, the UK Air Force, as I mentioned, called the RAF, uh, did not have as many uh, fighters and pilots as the Germans in the beginning. Uh, basically because many uh, people had died uh, during the land fighting in Europe. So most of the planes were also designed to drop bombs, uh, not to fight uh, plane to plane. So the UK had to build uh, the fighter planes and also had to train pilots uh, to fight in this way uh, quickly. So eventually the RAF defeated the Germans over the skies of England and the seas uh, nearby. Uh, and this was basically used, uh, this was basically done by using better tactics and also by using non-British pilots. So many of the pilots of the RAF were from Poland, uh, Canada, and South Africa. So this defeat was the first major defeat uh, inflicted on the Germans during uh, the war. And this win for the UK meant that the USA, who at that point hadn't joined the war, uh, they saw that it was possible uh, for victory and they were much more convinced to join the war uh, a little bit later. So the second battle uh, we're going to talk about is the battle for Normandy. 
so this was a, a decisive battle that really uh, changed the outcome of the war uh, for the Allies. Uh, it took place on the 6th of June, uh, 1944, and it is commonly known as D-Day. So it was an attack from the sea and a landing in uh, Normandy. So this was an enormous attack, a huge attack with uh, thousands of soldiers from the USA, the UK and Canada. Uh, it was a complex battle that took uh, three stages. So the first stage, they had to make the German army think that the attack was happening uh, somewhere else away from Normandy. And to do this, they used uh, fake radio communications and they built uh, fake equipment like tanks, uh, etc. And this fooled the German intelligence into thinking that there was another army uh, somewhere else. Then they attacked in uh, two places. Uh, Normandy Beach, and later the ports of the French Riviera. Uh, ultimately, the battle was a success, and the Allies finally were able to take back European land from the Germans. So the war ended in several stages. So on May the 8th in 1945, the European part of the war finished uh, due to uh, several factors. Uh, the first being the, the Battle of Normandy, uh, the suicide of the, the Nazi leader Hitler on April the 30th, uh, 1945. And the Americans uh, joining have decided to join the war along with the Soviet Union. And earlier, the Soviet Union and the, the, the Americans had joined the war but by this point, um, the Americans and the Soviet Union were actually pushing into Germany itself towards Berlin. So by this time, uh, Russia, America and France occupied much of Germany. And there was a discussion as how they could defeat the Japanese uh, in the Pacific. Uh, the Americans had developed a new type of bomb, the atom bomb. Uh, of which they dropped twice over Japanese cities. Uh, after the second bomb, Japan uh, surrendered and the war was uh, officially over. So the aftermath of the war changed uh, global politics. The UK economy was, was broken and it needed to recover. As such, uh, it couldn't maintain its empire any longer. So independence for countries like India uh, took place soon after, and the UK borrowed a lot of money from the USA to help, to help rebuild its own uh, country's economy. Uh, for many European countries, the time of colonization was over. Uh, the war meant the end of colonial-style governments, and instead, uh, two superpowers emerged, uh, the Soviet Union, Russia, and America. The League of Nations itself uh, was replaced by the newer and more effective United Nations. 